Well, hello, ladies. This is Lisa, your host with Life Redesign with Lisa podcast. We are doing a little different podcast today. No intro music, no outro music, anything like that. This is literally on the fly. I'm recording this baby on my phone because this hit me and I was like, I need to go ahead and drop it down. So that's what we're doing today. (laughs) So with that said, I want to share with you just this quick podcast today on why we hold on to pain. This was something that kind of hit me hard. This is a time of year where some memories come back for me and it can be triggering. And I know some of you ladies get that when certain things roll around. Well, this is a time of year for me. It's not when I had D-Day, when I actually discovered that he was in an affair. No, this was the time when I was actually realizing something's not quite right. The attitude had changed. There was all this strange uh, mood swings, activities going on that had been lasting for a while. So this was the time of year that I started kind of playing detective and investigating and trying to figure out what actually was happening. So it can be a trigger for me, but instead of allowing it to be, I chose to dive in deep and really think about what I have actually healed from and recovered from. And out of that spawned this quick little podcast today of why we actually hold on to the pain that we're dealing with. So ladies, why do we? Why is it so hard to let go of our past, of the past betrayal that's happened, the loss that has incurred in the relationship, why do we hold on with clenched fist? You see, for, for me, for the longest period of time, I was holding on to the pain. It was hard to accept what had really happened to me and that the life I once knew was actually gone. It was dead. It was no more. It didn't exist anymore. And this was an emotional torment for me. It was a constant internal suffering. It haunted me and I couldn't get rid of it. And I realized that on a soul level, I was kind of broken. It felt like I was actually on a battlefield. I had stepped onto a landmine and somebody threw a grenade at me all at the same time and all of it exploded. And here I was completely gaped open, just bleeding out. I was wounded and it was hard to accept the betrayal itself and that my husband that I married, the one I vowed to from life, the one I loved deeply and was loyal to, was actually the one that was the cause of so much pain in my life. And every day I would relive the memories of the betrayal, the anger and the pain and and all of it would just come crashing back in like tsunami waves. And it definitely felt much worse than any physical pain that I had ever been through. And it would last for weeks and weeks. And then it would start to fade away. And as soon after the pain disappeared and I started feeling a little bit better, well, guess what? The roller coaster ride started again. And there I was creeping up the hill to the top where the pain was just unbearable again. And then it would go back down. And this was a vicious cycle that I was in for quite a while. And it haunted me. And it brought me down to a place of misery time and time again. And what I didn't realize, ladies, was that the pain that I was holding on to was actually slowly eating me alive. And some of you right there had an aha moment. 
you are sitting there going, oh my gosh, she gets me. That's exactly how I feel. Yes, beautiful. I do understand. I was also trapped in that vicious cycle. And I got tired of feeling that way because I knew I could not heal where I was. I wanted to be happy again. I wanted to be joyful again. I wanted peace in my life. But more than that, I wanted to live again because my life had stopped dead in its tracks. So why is it that happens? Well, I'm going to be honest with you as I always am. You see, ladies, we have a hard time letting go of what has happened. We haven't faced it. We haven't accepted it. And without acceptance, we cannot begin our healing journey. And for some of us, the pain has become so familiar that it becomes an actual part of our identity. We identify by being a victim. And we become perpetual victims in the process. And we relive the memories over and over and over again. And there's this huge fear that develops. And the fear is, you know, what's going to happen to me when I finally lose this pain? Who will I actually be when the pain's not there anymore? I understand that. You see, we have a fear of starting over again, of starting fresh, because then we have the thought of, well, what if I get hurt again? What if this happens to me again? And then there's the fear of losing all the time and energy that we invested in this relationship. Would it be for nothing? And all the history of the years that we've built together, what about that? We think that all of it is for nothing. You see, sometimes we cling on to the pain, also hoping that our loved one will finally wake up and have a revelation, that they'll have this epiphany, right? They'll wake up from the infidelity bubble is what I call it, and they'll realize what they've done. And they'll change their behavior. They'll be repentant, turn around, and they'll seek reconciliation. Well, listen, there are some that do, and there are some that don't. And that's just the truth of the matter. You see, ladies, the truth is this. We also need to recognize that we need to make the decision now to move forward in our own healing process, whether or not they do. You see, we have our own responsibility. And our own responsibility means this. We are responsible for our own healing. And that's where I want to help you today. You deserve to be happy again. You deserve, beautiful, to have the life that you so desire. You deserve inner peace once again. And don't let your past and the the past betrayal, the pain, the loss, the suffering, take it from you anymore in your life. Don't let these things take control of you any longer. Let it actually become the greatest lesson you've ever learned. So how can you do this? I want to help you with a few things. So the first thing is acceptance. This is how we begin the healing process. Now, what does that mean? Acceptance is the first step 
And we allow ourselves to begin the healing journey when we face the truth of the betrayal and we accept the fact that we have been wounded. We've been hurt at the deepest level and the one we love actually cheated on us with someone else. It's a hardcore thing to do. I get it. But acceptance creates a full understanding that the betrayal has happened. And nothing can change that. It's a reality. Now, acceptance is not a weakness, ladies. It's a path that leads you to emotional freedom. And it's an act of surrendering that pretty much says, God, I'm ready to have my inner peace. I'm ready for you to come in and help me find that joy again, the happiness, the countless blessings that I know that you have waiting for me. It means that you stop resisting and fighting the truth of what has happened and focus on your own healing. That's what acceptance truly is, ladies. The second thing that you can do to start your healing process is release. Now, what do I mean by release? Well, identify and recognize the triggers that bring up the pain that cause you to spiral out of control with the chaotic thoughts in your mind and find a way to minimize them, take control over them, find that power over them once again. You find what works for you. Case in point, instead of allowing this time of year to trigger me, I'm proactive. I'm not reactive. I don't wait for a trigger to happen. I already have it planned out that if something floods me, that I'm ready to hit it head on. And what do I do? I have a plan in place. For me, the proactive step is, what can I do to turn this around to make me better and the women that I serve to be healed and whole and better in their lives? And so I move forward in that. Don't fight or resist the pain when it comes up. You know, we have a tendency to sweep it under the rug because we want to, you know, save face sometimes or we want to be strong. Well, ladies, the truth of the matter is we, we need to kind of embrace our emotions. We need to recognize them when they are there. Allow them to surface. Ride the wave, so to speak, right? Observe them. Don't overthink them. But take a deep breath, breathe in, call out to Jesus, and then release them. Change your focus to the present in where you are now and realize that God has you and he'll never leave you or forsake you and he's going to walk you through the process. Releasing the pain does get easier, beautiful. It really does. Because you will know how to deal with it as you heal, as you grow, and as you move forward in your journey, you're going to become stronger. The third way to step into your healing, ladies, is forgiveness. Now, I know some of you are probably going, Lisa, I don't like this because I was wounded terribly. How can I forgive him for what he's done? I can't. This is too horrific. Well, ladies, forgiveness is not actually letting them off the hook for what, they're done, what they did. It's not saying that it was okay what they did either. And if you want a full in-depth of what forgiveness is and what it's not, 
Go back to my forgiveness episode and listen to it. There is amazing information in there that will set you free to forgive and to move forward. Forgiveness is significant, beautiful for your spiritual growth and your healing journey. It actually sets you free from bondage so you can begin to heal. Forgiving those who hurt you and even forgiving yourself, because I know we struggle with that because we think, why didn't I know better? Why didn't I pick up on this? When you forgive the one who hurt you and you forgive yourself as well, realize you're in control. This is a choice you get to make. You're choosing peace over pain, and that's a beautiful place to be. And again, let me just reiterate, forgiveness doesn't mean you're forgetting and approving of what happened to you. You're just saying you can't pay back what you did to me. You can't pay the debt that you now owe to me. So I'm releasing it, and I'm, I'm releasing you to God and letting him deal with you. And I'm unshackling myself so I can move forward. And realize this, ladies, forgiveness is a process. And you might have to do it over and over and over again. And it might not be just one day, but it might be for the remainder of your lifetime. And that's okay. Forgiving a little bit day by day is okay. And again, go back and listen to that podcast on forgiveness. It's a good one. Your next one, which I believe is number four, is positive thoughts and focus. You see, ladies, your thoughts and your words are ever creating. God is a God of creation, and he gave us a tongue. Just like he spoke the world into existence, our word, scripture says, has power. There's power of life and death in the tongue. And what we're speaking over ourselves is life or death. So we need to be mindful of our words. We need to be mindful of our thoughts because our thoughts become belief patterns that can actually limit us in our healing process. So when the betrayal suddenly hits us in the face, focus on the present, on where you are. Realize that your thoughts need to change from negative to positive. What you Realize that you have something great in your life, even in the midst of the horrific betrayal, there are blessings that can be found. So focus on where you want your life to be and visualize it actually happening. This is powerful. Speak life and blessings over yourself and over your circumstances. Feel the emotions of how it feels to think about being healed and whole and living once again. This is you agreeing with God of what he really wants and desires for your future. Be aware that any negative thought that pops up, you need to, to just change it into a positive thought. Because negative breeds negative, and that will only take you down a spiral into misery you don't want to be in. Your your focus determines where your energy goes. So focus on the positive. Focus your emotions and your thoughts and your words where they should go. Life. Breathe life, ladies. Now, 
How can we move forward through this pain? Well, the betrayal, thoughts of it are going to come up time and time again. And it can either prevent you from moving on, or like I said earlier, you can choose peace over pain. So what did I do? Well, I learned that the best thing to do was to focus my attention on my present moment. That I needed to change my way of thinking. You know, it says in the book of Romans that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And my mind needed to be renewed so that my belief patterns could renew, my emotions could renew, and I could live again. I utilized the pain. I was not going to let the pain be without purpose. I wanted it to be purposeful. So I utilized it when it came up as a motivation to be productive. And it helped me to release that pain. So I started working out. I started reading excellent books that would help me to heal. I invested in a counselor and in a coach. I moved forward. I spent time with family. I self-cared. Like I took care of me, which was incredible. I met lovely new people and I turned the pain into a purpose that now has become my mission to help breathe life and to help you, beautiful, rise above the ashes of betrayal, to find your hope and healing, to recover from betrayal so you can actually become the woman God created you to be and you can live again with purpose and with peace. This is what I desire for you. You know, there's a saying um, in Tibetan that says, tragedy should be utilized as a source of strength. Listen, no matter what sort of difficulties we encounter in life, no matter how painful the experience is, if we lose our hope, that's our real disaster. Never lose hope, ladies. And here's the lasting thoughts I want to leave you with. Once you start to let go of the betrayal, it'll become easier to release anything else that might rear its ugly head and stop you from your healing process. Anything. The burdens, the obstacles that try to creep up, the little demons that come in and try to speak negative to you, you'll be able to combat them very easily if you don't give up hope. The pain will fade away, I promise you. But realize this is not a race. Not by, not by any means. It's going to take time, and it'll be a hell of a roller coaster ride for sure. But once you get through it, you will look back and you'll see how far you've come and how much you've grown. You see, with pain comes wisdom. We learn from it, we grow from it, and we move on from it. And trust that God will provide countless blessings and love and happiness and joy back into your life again because he desires a destiny for you that you can't even dream or imagine but you must want it for yourself put yourself first right now beautiful make yourself a priority no one else can do this for you you are the one that gets to ride through this journey to embrace it with everything you are and to move through it to healing so you can be who you really are once again. 
discovering the new you. The frontier awaits, beautiful, and your future self is standing there cheering you on. And so am I. Cheers to you, beautiful.